Let's give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. Am I hiding a cover shooter or you? Okay. I got it. Okay. I can show you. ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, I don't want to be humble now. You doubted me. Nothing to talk about. Well, Jamie, our first question is answered that you and I had while and when Harold stepped out. Yeah. Wait. It's a real shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah, was the first question. I was like, I was asking for that. We were wondering if you, if you deep faked the shirt <laughs> that you had on your April Fool's um, Instagram post. Okay, so backstory on the shirt. So yes. I had... During the open, I had every intention that we were gonna win. So I had this, <laughs> I had this design for our winning shirt. Right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, didn't, work, didn't work out for you. <laughs> so I had to make these uh, like mock copies to figure out like the material that I actually wanted. Right. And so it it actually became a big surprise that we lost, and I was like, oh, I didn't ex- I didn't know that was actually gonna happen. <laughs> and I was like, so I had these shirts that's just like sitting. Uh, in my head, we'll never see the light of day until I thought I was like, oh, this would be a good um, April Fool's joke. Oh, well, so in, in that in that video, those are all real shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. No, no, not all of them. The one just he was the, wearing. Just, just the one. You only Because it no, looked like you had a whole stack on there. It's just two shirts. But I, put, I just Got took it. some okay. hangers from the back and I put it on in front of the store. Oh man! Oh, uh, so, so like that was, was a real <laughs> store. That was a real shirt in the store. Yeah, those were. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just so we know what we're talking about. Let's see I've, if I can. Yeah, I. So today. So it. Yeah. Oh, that would be an amazing deep fake if I was faking that whole scene. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, well, if it was a f- April Fool's, like you actually had the shirts printed. Nice. <laughs> so I think you can. Click onto the next carousel on that. Oh, okay. Ah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, this threw. I came in the next day and I was like, "Wait a minute, where's those shirts at?" I thought he had some shirts. Oh, they're sold out. Oh my god. (laughs) He went quick. That was like five hours ago. So so the best is my six-year-old wife. She's like, "Oh, I kind of like those shirts. Why don't we offer those?" (laughs) So do you know what that logo's from? She has no idea. I'm sure she doesn't. (laughs) No, that was. So then I had to explain it to her, explaining that I had no idea what it was either, <laughs> that I, I swear I had to ask somebody else. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram somewhere. Yes. That's familiar. Um, so for those of you who are tuning in who don't know who Harold is, uh, Coach Harold um, is a Diablo coach. And that's not his full-time job, as you can guess. He's got three jobs, including his Diablo job. And he coaches with us. He came to us from Contra Costa CrossFit, I guess, three years ago oh, that's now. That's right. And uh, now he's a level two coach with us. Um, very popular with our community. Prime, well, one, he's a damn good coach. I enjoy him as an Olympic lifting coach because he's got a, a very good eye for the Olympic lifts. Um, he has actually a pretty good eye for all movement. And that probably contributes to a lot of what you do. I, we can get into that. But um, the other part of it is that uh, he's um, an influencer as well on social media and he's and we can talk to him about I want to ask him about how he got into that but he has developed a, a very large TikTok audience and has several companies that uh, pay him to promote their products and then on top of it he also has a full-time job um, outside in the healthcare industry and so the three of those things combined, I don't know how the guy actually gets workouts in. He does them late at night, um, right after he does a lot of his video shoots here in the gym. Good. Does the workouts come before the videos or? Sometimes I stop Same the workout. Time. Same time. <laughs> like you're working out and then the idea comes to mind. I was like, before it goes away, I need to yeah. find something. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it's But what, what's great, what we get out of it, one, he's an awesome DJ as well. And so our members love that too. And Diablo gets uh, um, content from Harold as he and, and he makes it for two reasons. One, I'll ask him, "Hey, can you make me something for uh, for Diablo that we can post uh, to Instagram?" Or two, I think he gets so frustrated with what I'm posting <laughs> that he <laughs> that he makes stuff and says, "Here, you should post this," <laughs> which is which is the truth. <laughs> what? 
little of both. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just want good content on your gym space if you're going to be tagging the gym. Yeah. yeah. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Guilty by association. Oh, my God. And there it is. The truth. <laughs> the truth. Just got to get him on the podcast. Put him Which, on live. Put him um, and this is, these are, this is what I want to get into, though, is, is if one, I, you know, I mean, I, we, I know on this podcast, I could literally, we could go three hours because there's, there's yeah. a ton of stuff that I, I want to ask you about. There's things that Harold knows how to do being a different generation than I am, but he knows how to, he, he knows how to make stuff quicker than I do. And there's a lot, he knows all the tools to make stuff quicker and then how to make them so that they're visually appealing. Um, and, and that is awesome. He can pull content quickly on his phone and then manipulate it in such a way that it comes out with music and it looks just fantastic. So I want to talk to him about the, the amount of time it takes to do that stuff. Um, maybe get some ideas as to how he does it. And, and not only for myself, but for other affiliates as well. So we struggle with this. And, and what I'm finding out, and Harold, this is the where we can start with this, if you guys don't mind, um, me kind of leading off with the questions on this. Um, I, I want a Harold-quality post on Diablo's social media once every two weeks. In other words, I want the other stuff is is good that I may produce in it and it and it serves our community. I put member, members of our community up. I kind of give the public a feel for what we do here at Diablo. I also try to promote CrossFit and the CrossFit methodology and what CrossFit's trying to do as much as possible through our Instagram page. Um, but then every once in a while, I want something really creative, really good. So like I'm shooting for like once every two weeks, I want a Herald quality post and Harold I want to get your thoughts on that like how often does it need to be really really good um just every once in a while uh I, I feel like even though your idea of like a Harold quality post is something that's going to take like hours or something like that right right uh it, it can depending on like just how I guess particular I want to be about about it but sometimes it can take just an hour uh it's good to do if someone knows like if content creating is like my full time like and i don't have the other stuff going on i could do that post like five times a week right right but because of everything that i have going on in my life it's those types of content is realistic in a, in a two-week time frame let's show the jamie can you show the one that he did for team black that one you had the diablo one because uh, this one, this one was, you know, CrossFit affiliates, I think, reshared or reposted it. This one, Baby Got Black? Yeah, that one. So this post here, it, yeah, with a Netflix theme. Can you hear it? Can people hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Ball and watch what I do with it. Uh, we got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. Lil Wayne. Sammy Singh took me. That's so sick. This that was so funny getting watching Harold try to teach these oh, yeah, old that people. Was great. <laughs> Shot in the back. Oh, that was great. So, um, the, let me ask you, just like combined. So, let me tell you what I love about it. I love about it because it's got our members having fun. And it's got a, a variety of members and members working out and you and, and everybody. There's so many people that are including it because people like seeing themselves and other members like seeing members that they're in class with on, mm -hmm. on social media as well. How many give give us an estimate of, you know, that was what, uh, two minutes of clip. 
probably. I think it's uh, it's still a reel, so it's under 90 say, seconds. It's, it's about, okay, yeah, under so 90 seconds. I think it was on the long end. Though. I think it was like a minute and 24 seconds. And how long, like man hours for you to, to do that? Well, not to mention the fact that you also filmed a ton of content that you yeah. sure you spliced together too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, I was just filming as... Just, I had to say, as I was judging, <laughs> that's why I got that's why I got those really close <laughs> up, up, up in there. I was actually uh, judging, but I mean, it's relevant. That's like yeah. I, can, I can keep track yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. right? Um, if we're not if we're not including the actual filming, right? Of me doing because yeah, not include just the editing, just the edit, yeah, yeah. Less than three hours. Less than three hours. But that was because, like, this is you kind of have the idea in your head. Like, I mean, I don't write it down, but I have what I, I kind of have it in my head. And so it's like, I can kind of see it. And so as I'm progressing through the edits, it's I'm trying to get what's in my head, like on the screen. Uh, and so you kind of want to, how can I say it? It's, uh, you're being very particular or you're, uh, you're editing in a very particular way so that right. what you see or what I'm seeing in my head is what I'm seeing on onto the screen. Uh, technically, there's a lot of stuff I could have let fly and just be like, oh, that's good enough. That's good enough. Mm. But I'm like, no, I want this specific shot or I want this to go after this specific shot. Right. So what's hard is finding that shot to go after the scene that you just made. So when you're filming it, you're are you do you have that kind of like outline of how that's you want it question. to play out? Like, do you already have that in your mind as you're filming it? Or are you filming it, the content first and then watching it and splicing it together from there? For that one, it was, I filmed everything first, then mm -hmm. I reviewed the clips and then the idea kind of my puzzled head. it together yeah. where, where it looked oh, okay. the way you wanted to. Yeah. When you, starting with the clips, when you shoot those clips, are you shooting, are you thinking, keep this under like 10 seconds, keep this under five? I mean, you're just, you're trying to do a lot of small clips, right? Yeah, but. Even if I film for five minutes straight, uh, I'm gonna get, you I'm, can get a lot of stuff. Well, I'm out gonna of that. review that five minutes, and then I'm and then I'll take the oh, okay, the take snippets out. out. There. Yeah, yeah. Did, is that was that piece 100% made on your phone? That yeah. was my next question. Yeah. Did you have any like like because there's a lot of cuts and cool edit or graphics going on there? Yeah. So, you, is that all on Instagram? Like, <laughs> all I can think back is when I was in in ran marketing for a company in down in austin tech texas and we did you know if we created a video production like it was you know apple monitors this <laughs> this big you know multiple ones with high speed freaking things and, and those guys just on this. photoshop and it really is like the, the back wild. back then if i brought some of those marketing people in here they'd be like oh i can't it'd be so like, that's amazing that you do it like that and are you using the, can you give, are you willing to tell us any, any apps in particular that yeah. work for you or help you out? So everything I edit is on this app called CapCut, C-A-P-C-U-T. Right. And it's free. And it has okay. all these um, tools that you would find in like Adobe Premiere Pro or something mm -hmm. like that, right? Mm -hmm. But it's free. Okay. Uh, and some of, even that Netflix thing, that's a template. If you look right in the corner of that video, it says CapCut onto the corner because that's where I got the template from. Interesting. Uh, the only difference is when I'm using these templates is if you let the template play out entirely, it looks cheesy, right? So you need to splice the template itself and put in your own creative ideas into the video so it doesn't look so cheesy and it looks a little bit more like you you came up with the idea. Like it came through like an yeah, Adobe. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Even like it doesn't even have to be splicing. It's it could be uh ramping up the speeds or slowing up mm -hmm. the speeds because these templates they're designed for like anyone who's like lazy to make a video. It's just like import these clips and let the app do it for you. Oh, okay. When, Interesting. Whenever just... you do those types of things, uh, like the plug and chug kind of stuff, then it comes off very like, oh, this person didn't actually make this video. It just looks Auto like a, it. yeah, it just oh, like a computer. You can tell, it. yeah. Yeah. So you don't want your videos to come off like that. So you still want to, you still want to add a little bit of your own flair to it. So you have to edit that, uh, whatever auto generated video it made, you still want to edit that as mm -hmm. well. Does it, does it also do like the, cause there's, you have some videos like this one right here where you're, you're doubled up. Pull this one up. Yeah. Do, uh, 
jump rope on or the other one yeah, yeah so this one is cool my bad come on man so where do you want me to go i don't know there's a lot space all right my bad. There or something. <laughs> is does that also come in the app like can you do that in that app so good. yeah really so, jeez so it's crazy it's like an overlay on top of a this is, yeah this may come as a shock but <laughs> all apps do some form of ai Oh, right. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when the app knows when there's a subject in frame. Okay. Right? Back in the day, like I I feel like I could never make that kind of video because in order to edit, you probably need like a green screen or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah, that's right. Or you or you have to do frame by frame and you have to take the Cut subject and the oh, or like the forefront, like away from like the background and stuff. Uh and that's meticulous. But now the app does it for you. So all you have to do is just time time the interaction and then you can like have any type of cloning in your videos. Um yes, Harold <laughs> is blowing our mind right now. Yeah. <laughs> um if is is it for someone that has rudimentary Instagram skills you know an affiliate owner most affiliate owners, they, they know how to post, right? Okay, yeah. Is it, is that something that you think if they spend a f- couple of hours on a master's class or maybe just kind of playing around on it, like, you know, three or four hours playing around on it, or c- can they get to where they can produce, I mean, and not necessarily at the level you're producing, but stuff that really will add value to what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, anyone okay. can do what I'm doing. Okay. I'm like, I don't have a background in like film editing and stuff like that like everything was self-taught so in in my head if i was able to learn it, anyone can learn it and now cap because CapCut blew up and everyone uses CapCut uh as aside from like adobe premiere or whatever editing app before CapCut started making tutorials on their own app Mm -hmm. so now you can learn what i'm doing right on the app that's cool yeah that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I mean, that, that helps um, with like the editing stuff, but what about like the subjects? Like, like some of the stuff is like kind of a long, a little bit of a longer form, I guess, with um, like your the sleep one, right? Like you've got mm-hmm. some some elaborate thought process going into some of like the storylines of some of these, right? Yeah, um, a little bit. Are you pre planning? <laughs> yeah, the, that's that's so. That's kinda, yeah, are you are you doing an outline ahead of time on that or? Is- yeah, that was that was a whole because that was for a company. Yeah, so okay. I, I had to make a script Got it. before I filmed that. Okay. Um, I, in like that type of video, that's that's just I don't know. You're you're just thinking of a way to promote a product and be creative about mm-hmm. it, right? Uh, like I'm actually really surprised you said you really like that one because in my head I was like I just need to make a video. I thought it was super creative. Like it was, it was like yeah. a total twist at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. It's like that's cool. Like the the whole concept and the thought process behind that and how it ended with you disappearing. It's like yeah. oh well, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I um a lot of it is coming from just my time on like scrolling through TikTok and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh. In case anyone wonders, like the stuff I do, it's called short form content. Okay. So, uh, which is different from people who are on YouTube who are making things that are like 10 minutes and longer. Yeah. Right. Uh, because I come from a short form content world, it's, I have to think of ways to grab your attention or make something stick in like in real format, 90 seconds or less. Yeah. Um, because of that, you have to make like, if, if you're making a video like longer than a minute, then every five seconds or every 10 seconds like needs to hit, mm-hmm. right? And by that means it's like, how can I keep you watching to see the whole thing? Yeah, uh, to if, make it to the end for the for the trip. The... Yeah, so if you think about even the one I did for the Team Black one, that Netflix one, it's like uh, everyone knows the Netflix logo and that sound, right? Mm-hmm. But that's three seconds. I can lose you in those three seconds, but... <laughs> Because everyone knows Netflix and everyone knows that sound, it's suddenly like it, uh, and you're seeing oh. it on Instagram. You kind of want to keep watching, and then the next scene is looks like um, the preview page of a Netflix mm-hmm. when you're on the Netflix app. Like pick your your yeah. account or whatever yeah. it was. Now it's like, oh wait, what is this? Right. So now you're like, there, there's a lot of things to look at, and then it's uh, the moment the song starts playing, 
there's all these quick edits. Yeah. So again, those quick edits is causing you to stay watching. Grabs your attention. Yeah. Keeps yeah, your attention. Does. And then and then after that, then you make more edits so that the person stays watching. And then even on the bloopers, the bloopers were uh, like they were quick. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was yeah, just, yeah. it was me getting frustrated and laughing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Again, all, all all of those is things that you have to think about when you're like create. I I know it's a lot, but it took a while for like me to get to that uh, mindset of like how can I make this hit? Right. Yeah. How can I make yeah, every yeah. five seconds hit? Someone described it to me as you know, serving hors d'oeuvres. Don't serve them the main course. Serve hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres until you get them in, and then you can give them the main course. <laughs> yeah. But your perspective on it was like thinking about the music and the simple edits just to keep, and it's true. Now I, th- I feel like I've gotten suckered into watching all the way through your videos. Like, oh yeah, that's exactly yeah, what he's just like, I'm surprised he does like the bloopers. Like, I was just about to flip and wait a minute, he just got bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> and I stayed in there a little bit. I stayed in there a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. The, uh, let me ask you this. Um, TikTok is um, obviously huge and still continues to grow despite legislative efforts to shut it all down um do we haven't diablo hasn't set up a a a tiktok account and i feel like it's a different audience what for a crossfit affiliates do you feel like they need to have a tiktok account or is facebook and instagram enough to get their message out to their audience is is there truly distinct audience and is and and should affiliates even beyond tiktok um if you can have someone designated to be on tiktok then i would say why not because that's just another uh form of reach that you can have in your pocket but again it is a different audience and um the algorithm is like way different than instagram so you don't need it uh it's my final answer but if you have someone willing to make videos uh then why not but the type of videos you're going to be making on TikTok are going to be different probably than the ones you're going to be making for Instagram. Because for TikTok, it's all about, again, short form content, trends, um, just things that are fun. Right? right. And sometimes when things are a little bit too serious on TikTok, it's um, people don't really want to see that. So uh, they leave the app. Uh, I'm, I'm like the same way. If I start seeing like political stuff on TikTok, uh, I'm like, oh, I didn't come here for that. So I, I yeah. skipped to the Switch like, it I, over. I skipped to the next uh, video, or I just closed the app because I was like, oh, TikTok is now showing me political stuff, and that's that's not like what I'm here for. Um, the big apps that you, as an affiliate, you should be on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I call it the metaverse because it's right. all mm-hmm. meta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Meta also has um, WhatsApp, so another oh, form yeah. of like chat or group chat for people who are not. Android and iOS, at least mm-hmm. everyone can chat together. Uh, the thing with Facebook, and it's something that we do here at Diablo, is that we have all these Facebook groups. Yeah. Right. And another way for our community to like kind of uh, communicate with each other uh, or with each other, like members with each other, not just like a broadcasting, not just broadcasting an email, but every, like we did it for the open, hey, I need a judge. It was like really quick to like kind of rally people and be like, hey, we're working out at 5 a.m. Who's down? Yeah. Right? So Facebook was good in that way. But because if, if it wasn't for those Facebook groups, by the way, Harold would not be anywhere near Facebook, I, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the Diablo, if it wasn't for the old people pulling him into Facebook yeah, groups. Right? <laughs> Is that what happened? Well, I mean, keep in mind, I have family in the Philippines. Oh, uh, so okay. Okay. I need, okay, I need Facebook for, yeah, 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 to okay. connect with those people. Stay too. in touch. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the groups that—that's what we use them for—is yeah. is connecting. It's for it's for communication. And, and there's nothing. And I've asked Sugarwood. I told Sugarwood, "Hey, if you guys can create some sort of communication group similar to that, like a chat, group. I'd like to do it. I'd we'd be willing to test it, but they yeah. haven't done it. And, Come on, and, Sugarwood. Well, and and again, I you know I don't know that they can make it as good as the Facebook groups are. The Facebook groups are and, that, and Facebook set out to do that. I think a few years ago was to build those groups to help keep people together. I guess they're they're only like little chat box, but like outside of the workouts would be like at the bottom of the day or something like yeah. that, where you have the, the the threads that that start up right that are outside of the actual workout, like the from the leaderboards. Threads are different though than yeah. 
than having a, ch- like a uh, chat of group because the group kind of prioritizes conversation it's got it it's blo- it, it it's brings blo- it back to the top it's blocks of conversations yeah blocks of threads yeah but on those groups you can put photos and videos yeah no, yeah. and you can add photos and videos yeah and then on facebook you can also create events yep. right so yeah. that's, that's which we do too yeah yeah that's the purpose i if you are an affiliate then you should be having a facebook group or yeah. just a facebook in general uh, just for those two reasons, mm-hmm. events and communications or yeah, events and groups. Every new member that joins Diablo, we have a on the wall in our in our lobby area the groups that they can join. And, yeah. But we strongly encourage. I mean, Yvonne goes and she'll add them every new member to our Facebook member group. Mm-hmm. She just sends them an invite on the, yeah, with and their the, email. And on the on the other end of that, just on the other side of that, when a member um, leaves Diablo, we take them out of that group. Yeah. Because it's a privilege being part yeah. of that. Because there's some there's some cool community stuff in there. Members exchange information. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's deals that happen. There's stuff. There's, there's cool stuff that happens in there. And so yeah. it's it's a bit of a privilege. Now we have another group that's the Diablo community group. Yeah. And that's anybody that's ever done anything at Diablo. Yeah. They go into that group, and that's where we make announcements and bigger things. That's but more the, of like a public. Environment. Yeah, it's more of a public environment. Um, the. You, one of the things that you talked about, and I, and I look at it, I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know there's a difference. What kind of account should I have on Instagram? Um, a personal, a creator, or a business account? And I guess if you could just answer that, but also tell us what the difference is, because you have on here, what's the difference? And and I would, I personally would like to know. I didn't even know there was a creator know, account. Dude, I, I knew there was business and personal. I didn't know creator was an option. Of course there is. All right. So uh, before I answer that, you're too uh, old. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Again, part of being in the metaverse is having Instagram. And, you know, when you asked earlier, should I have TikTok? No. But should you have Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just everyone's on Instagram. That's why. Yeah. Right? More people are on Instagram than they are on Facebook. Like you said, like the only mm-hmm. reason I'm on Facebook is probably because of my family and the groups. Mm-hmm. But more way are more ways of getting into individual people is through Instagram. Because no one wants to give out their number, but people are, are fine b- by getting a private message or a DM. Yeah. Right. Uh, with that said, so the difference, so there's three accounts that you can have on Instagram. One is a personal account, one is a business account, and one is a creator account. Uh, when you first start Instagram, and this is just for anyone who's probably just um, maybe making uh, posts, following their friends, or just posting pictures or simple videos, uh, everyone starts with a personal account, mm. right? That means you can't monetize anything. It's just personal and you can set that to private. So only people who you want to follow can follow you. Now there's this thing. My account is a creator account. Uh, the only difference now is that I have these insights that Instagram gives me. It mm. tells me uh, where my followers are. It tells me where my engagement rate is happening. Um uh, before it used to tell you what time people are on the app so you can utilize what time to post. I haven't seen that uh, quite so bad, so I've been playing around with what time I should be posting. But before it used to, um, it used to say that people were on all the time between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., people were like on their phones. And that kind of right. makes sense because it's kind of like around lunchtime and yeah. time. dinner time. So that's yeah. when people are on their phones. Um, also, you can like promote stuff on, or you can have a shop as a creator. Oh, okay. So if I ever wanted to like sell this t-shirt, right. And I could drop a link saying like, Hey, shop now or like tap to buy or something like that. Okay. Right. Right on, right on my post. Uh, so I could have my own shop. Uh, and you also have access to the music library that TikTok has. I mean, that Instagram has. Right. Right. Now, for a business account, you have all of that as well. The difference is you don't have access to that music. So really? If, yeah. So yeah. if Diablo CrossFit's Instagram ever goes live and there's music playing in the background, it may throw you off that live because it's registering copyrighted music. Oh, that's right. So but if, as a creator, it's okay? Yeah. Because it, you're just continuing to create content, which is yeah. good for the platform. However, if I, if I use music to try to sell something, then I that post could be taken down or I could be sued for using that type of music. 
Okay. All the music and some, <laughs> all the music and some of my posts are remixes. Okay. Right. That's mashups and stuff. Uh, mashups or things that are sped up, things that didn't come originally from the artists themselves or from the studio. Uh, it has to be some type of again remix or uh, mashup or they did something to the sound so it's not it's not the original. Got it. And you know, a couple of these gyms we we've talked about in the past, the uh, Mayhem, Invictus, and a couple of others have full blown, you know, media yeah. media support. Either teams, someone that's hired, and their content that they produce they they produce video content that goes like video blogs or vlogs and then they also have you know all their instagram that's basically tied into that with just incredibly professional pictures we're not there yet um diablo isn't what we what we do i we do have a really nice camera that we actually share yeah. i share it with jamie yeah. lee and prs all day because he does all of his production on content, it yeah. shoots all his content on it and it is reliable. Like the yeah. quality of pictures and video on, on that Canon camera is unbelievable. The, for the gym, I have someone comes in, comes in and takes pictures occasionally. Um, if we do an event like a Friday night lights, I won't do it for everyone, but a, one of those Friday night lights, I'll pay a photographer to be here so that I have that content. And then we, I basically download it and store it in a, photo storage i use a google google photos is like my warehouse of pictures because it'll organize it by date and then we'll also um, do people sort you know and pull their pictures by their face um the but it's literally the best instagram stuff that we have best social media work we have is not the content that we produce with that no it's five thousand dollar camera yeah it's with the with his iPhone, iPhone, whatever version <laughs> iPhone Harold has, and the services they use. And you use CapCut for video, and the other one you use, I saw in here, is InShot. Yeah, so InShot is kind of just for pictures. Um, that's because you can edit on there. Like you can add um, on so, InShot. You can edit. InShot, yeah. Okay. Well, you can. It's for pictures, so you can add okay. like pictures. Uh, uh, filters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the main reason I use InShot for is the framing. So one of my biggest pet peeves on Instagram, especially on people who do carousel, is that whenever you shoot on portrait and then landscape, mm. um, if you try to shoot the carousel, um, it's going to take just one form or the other. So if you're trying to combine pictures that are... Um, In both formats. Yeah, so one is uh, portrait and the oh, other yeah. one is landscape, right? The, the first picture you choose will be the standard for all the carousels. Yes. So if the first picture is going to be landscape, then everything else is going to be landscape. But that doesn't look so good if you shot something on portrait mm -hmm. mode or on, on uh, vertical mode. So what InShot does, it you can upload all the pictures on there and set a standard frame, uh, standard um, dim dimensions. And it, and it tells you right there, it's like, uh, once for Instagram and for Instagram, it's either a one by one or a four by five mm -hmm. frame. So you put all the pictures on a, on the four by five frame. And so when you upload it on Instagram as a carousel, they're in their landscape or they're in their uh, vertical mode. So it's, to me, that's a little bit more pleasing on the eyes yeah. versus seeing something that's a really good landscape and then a selfie, but then it's like half the people are. Cut yeah. Off, yeah. Right. So. Yeah, that. Yeah. So in shot, I know. Okay, yeah, I love that. Right. And the carousel. When you say carousel, that's the matrix view, basically. It's on, like the swipe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, it's a carousel that you swipe through. Okay, so when there's multiple, yeah, when there's multiple pictures in it. Okay. So for. <laughs> Sorry, like so for the, the so, you're speaking. So for Instagram. <laughs> So like, I was like, what? He's using these terms. Harold uses these terms, assuming so, everybody knows, and then he forgets the six-year-old guy on the other side of the room. So this is the carousel, right? The carousel. Like you, you, you click to the side. Yeah. yeah. So you can have a video. Yeah. And yeah. So he's got it set okay. up so that they're all in the same portrait. But yeah. it doesn't. The carousel doesn't change. Right. Which is definitely better on the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. So whenever you 
film something or whenever you post something, always think of it as the idea of the consumer or the person mm-hmm. who's going to be viewing it. Okay. And I do this all the time. I'll edit something, right? And I'm, I might have spent two hours editing something. Before I even post that, I'll set my phone down. I'll do something else. So to like relax my eyes from what I've just seen. Then I'll go back and I'll watch it. And if I don't like it, then I'm going to retweak it and re-edit mm-hmm. it. And I have to tell myself, like, why don't I like it? Uh, I, don't, I don't like the framing on this part or I don't like how it looks, right? So then, um, you know, I, or I think about like that scene is too long. I always think of myself as the person watching it from the other side. Everyone will always post something and like what they post because they created it. Mm-hmm. It's like I spent so much work doing yeah. it. But you always have to think about the person who's actually going to be watching it, which are, which are other users on the other end of the screen. So you have to be more objective about it. Like yeah. coming, being able to come back a couple hours later, you have a different perspective on what you're looking at. Yeah. Uh, just think about any type of content you've ever watched. And you'd be like, that was a really good video. Or I really yeah. like that. Why? Like ask yourself, why, what is it about it that you liked about it? And then, uh, and this actually comes like part of my creative idea is that the reasons you say my videos are so good is because I take from other creators mm-hmm what I liked about their videos and I implemented into my own videos. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like those quick edits or I like that. Um, I like that specific frame or I like that, um, you know, whatever they did in that video. So I'm a, uh, if I liked it, maybe other people will like it too. So I'll put it into my own video. Yeah. Do that. I, I actually do a little, you know, it's mm-hmm. I, when I see stuff that's really good from another affiliate or from CrossFit in general, or maybe in the, even in the industry, or even outside the industry, I'll think about that and I'm like, okay, how can I apply that to Diablo post? Yeah. Same way. That's but that's huge. When you say there's four E's of content creating, yeah, what is that? Oh, okay, we want that's what that's what we wanted. <laughs> we wanted to know what the four E's of content creating are. By the way, this uh, I'm guessing edit is one of them. This this <laughs> so far we're. 40 minutes in this has been a 40 minute master's class for me <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm absorbing this this is outstanding okay uh before i answer the four use of content creating yeah like you said earlier i'm like a coach right so yeah. uh not just a crossfit level two i was also a usa weightlifting level one right when when i think back into uh crossfit or when i think back into coaching uh, and I think about what makes a good coach or like what's a, uh, what makes a good coach in terms of like their job, not the six criteria of effective coaching, but like what, what is it about our job that makes us good? Right. Or what makes me want to take your class or your class, right? What is it that you're doing? Uh, and this was when I, this is before influencing and before social media. So I made four E's of coaching, uh, personally for me, like, what is it that I'm going to do? And I kind of carried over to social media. So my four E's of coaching was I was going to educate people. I was gonna, I was gonna be in class and I was gonna teach you maybe something you don't know. I'm also gonna be entertaining about it. I'm about to ask you to do something really hard, something that most people don't want to do. Uh, but how can I make it fun for you? Right. So make class a little bit entertaining. I also want to empower you, right? Uh, how can I get you to keep coming back to class? Like, let's say I never have double unders, right? It's like, why am I ever going to come back to class if I can't even um, spin the rope twice underneath my feet? And then you give them uh, something to like think about. It's like, hey, uh, you can do it once. You just can't connect them. Think about three months before uh, you were doing step-ups, right? Now you're doing single unders, right? Uh, Now you can spin the rope twice underneath your feet. You're giving the you're giving these athletes little tidbits of things that they're improving on. Mm-hmm. So now someone who suddenly says, uh, I can't do double unders, then now they're going to say, I just can't do double unders yet. Because I went from step ups mm-hmm. to now single unders. Now they're going to keep coming back to class. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, oh, wait, yeah, I can get it. If I could go from there to now where I am, I can go to where I want to be. Right. So that's a form of like empowering the mm-hmm. athletes. And then the last one is, the last E is engage. And that's when you uh, give a little bit of yourself to the athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just saying like, oh, this is the workout. Um, you could say something along the lines of like, 
this is what I would do for this workout, or this is my technique on the box jump overs, or this is how I would break it up. Yeah. Right. So you're sharing a little bit part of yourself to the athlete. So they feel a little bit more of this um, connection with you or like how you think as a coach. Now tying that back to content creating. When I say um, the four E's of content creating, if you stick to these four types of content, you can make in my, in my head basically 90% of all content that's on Instagram. So there's always gonna be some type of educational content, right? Like mm -hmm. the crossover video mm -hmm. that I made, um, that's just teaching you how to do something, right? Now, um, yeah, anyone can make any like how-tos or tutorials on Instagram. Then comes entertainment. Mm -hmm. This is uh, like that cloning video I did. That's yeah. just pure for entertainment purposes or for uh, things to just uh, make it funny. Um, it also goes back to that sleep video, right? Because I'm trying to sell this product, but I want to make it entertaining, entertaining as well, yeah. right? So just make it fun, like post content that's fun. Empowering is, again, any type of like inspirational post that you can uh, put out. It could be a transformation. It could be um, like when an athlete hits a PR or something like that, right? Posting those types of uh, content is a way to empower other athletes or inspire other athletes to do something that they probably thought they couldn't do. Yeah. And then engaging, this is when I put my own opinions on a post, right? It could be controversial. It could, uh, I mean, Craig, you do this a lot. You post a lot of your own thoughts onto your posts mm -hmm. where you say like, oh, this is how I felt about it or something like that, right? Uh, for me, this is when I do my vlogs, my short little vlogs. It's so you guys can just have a little taste of like a day in my life or something like that. What's going on right. up here? Yeah. So just doing those four things, those four E's could create 90% of all the content that you make on Instagram. That's fantastic. Yeah. The, um, I, I, nor normally in these conversations, I'm thinking a little bit ahead of what I want to ask next, but I'm, I'm so soaking it up. I'm just so trying to learn so much <laughs> <laughs> that I can't think about what's, what's next to ask, but that, that one's really good. I, um, I think it's, it, it really, from a perspective of creating content, um, as an affiliate owner, this stuff is important. I also, um, it's as important as I think it's almost as important today in terms of marketing and visibility. Like I don't, we don't technically market here at Diablo. I don't, we never have had to. Yeah. What I do is I make the gym really nice. We have amazing coaching. We're in really good classes. We have outstanding programming and those things kind of then cause our audience to make referrals. They bring their friends and family in, right? And then they post on social media about our gym and they tag social media or they tag us in their posts. And then we've got, we've grown organically that way. Now I think that, that social media is an important component to that, creating that presence. So I'm creating a presence through all of those things, through programming, equipment, mm -hmm. facilities, and we keep it nice, right? Cause that's, cause that's what people are seeing. That's what we're basically, if I'm a, you know, individual, that's what I'm wearing and how I look, right? Yeah. We're creating that presence for you. Social media is a big part of that. That's your overcoat almost. <laughs> yeah. you, you got a nice coat on. And, it's, and therefore, then it is, I think it's an important for an affiliate owner to make sure they know how to do this stuff. Yeah. I think like the, like you said, the four E's, like from a coaching standpoint, like we're doing that here right. at the gym, right? Like yeah. even from the social media side of things. And um, if you, you figure that out, yeah. it's going to help you. And if you, and if you're doing the opposite and if you're being, as you said, lazy about it. Just phoning it in. Yeah, and just posting a picture or a picture from a crappy, uh, uh, a crappy picture, a crappy uh, um, uh, phone or crappy camera. It's like you are basically showing yourself in a not so good light. Yeah. And people look at that today. One of the things that you that you did well in your post for us and you've done really well is including a lot of people. And what yeah. happens when you do that is that they reshare. You're empowering them to share themselves yeah. and share their content that you've created. So a couple, couple things related to that um, is when you're doing posts for us, are you thinking about that? Oh yeah. Okay. So 
again, if you make a really cool video and someone's in that really cool video, they're going to want to share gonna wanna that share really cool it. video. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But then people are going to see that really cool video. And it's like, oh, I, why is my friend in this video? What is yeah. That? It's yeah, it's kind of like, like doing a competition. You know, it's like you got that photographer there that's just taking just random shots mm -hmm. or even like a Spartan race. And yeah. like you all of a sudden, here's my picture and you, you're going to blast yeah. out on your social media. This is just in but a different this form. Is, this, yeah, this is, is like well, next level. Yeah, but it's next level. Yeah, that's right. what People I mean. People will really share Same it. concept as far as like, yeah. oh, this is cool. I did this thing and now I get to share it off. I've like shown that. up in pictures that I did not want to really share. <laughs> in bloopers? We all have <laughs> Touche. Bingo. That, that, that's also a big thing of like why things go viral. Yeah. Right? If we think about meme culture in this day and age, it's very popular. Like there's accounts just based on memes. Right, and yeah. those memes That's were true. meant to be shared by people. So whenever you create content and you like, this was coming from me back in like 2020 when I wanted to go viral, I always had the idea of like, what kind of content will people share with their friends? What, okay. what kind of content do my friends share with me? Yeah. And so I'm taking into account of like, how can I make my content shareable or how can I do something where people will want to share it with their friends? So if you constantly think about that in your videos, especially if you're trying to go viral, it's like, how can I make something that my friends uh, will share to their friends, right? What kind of things? Uh, and then suddenly you start thinking of like, I don't know, just ideas like skits or what kind of hooks uh, do I want to uh, say in the first part of my video? Uh, those are all things that can kind of help your viral, uh, that can help your video go viral. It's just by thinking about, will my friends share this with their friends? I also find too that we get more shared when we're a little bit more transparent in you know the i.e. the bloopers or mm -hmm. you know how we're feeling about things or maybe even just giving, being vulnerable or, essentially being vulnerable or giving a little bit of opinion yeah and being but being objective yeah. right not taking aggressive political yeah. stances or those types of things just being transparent mm -hmm. hey, i'm really upset about this here's why i'm upset about it i understand it yeah. but i'm still pissed off about it yeah right in you know still the right for to an opinion right right and 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 those tend to get those tend to get viewed more. Yeah. Um, but I like the, the sharing part of it. Let me ask you this. Cause this is, this is something I've, I personally struggle with when I'm doing posts and there's just, you know, 10 or 15 different people like the back, um, back in black video that you posted. Do you, do you go through and tag every single person in there? Uh, I try to. Yeah. So Instagram allows you to tag 20 people per post. Okay. So if I think about Diablo CrossFit, that's only 19 more people I can tag. And and how do you tag those people? Do you are those do you just happen to remember them, or is it? Yeah, that's got to be time consuming. Or do you right do you keep a list, or is it Instagram remember that remember for you? Uh, if I've tagged them, like the initial the initial video when you first tag people, yeah. you're gonna have to like look those people up. Okay. Yeah. Um, what helps is if you're actually friends with those people on mm -hmm. Instagram. And you can just type your name and then it it start to come up. up. Yeah. Because some people have like, like, you know, their, their handle is not the same. A well, handle, handle mm -hmm. is Instagram name. So. Yeah. So Bebop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Coach Corey. So Corey is, you know what Bebop is, right? Yeah. No. It's, it's one of the, I mean, I don't know if this is what he's going for, but it's one of the guys from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it probably is. Bebop. I think he was like the, uh, I know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, knowing Corey, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's great. If I if I gotta tell him that, he'll be like, "How did a sixty-year-old man?" <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, something like that. Obviously, it's like right. Corey's not in his name. So, yeah. Uh, if you're already friends with him and you just type Corey, then he will pop up. It will. Okay. Oh, oh, so oh, his handle will friends pop up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cool. I've had some people where I just struggled, and then I'm like, okay, yeah. now I gotta cancel this post, go out of this post, <laughs> go in, try and find them, then come back to the post. Just yeah. save it as a draft. Yeah, well, all right. Son of a bitch. I don't know. I talk, <laughs> I talk as if it's like, oh, yeah, just do this. <laughs> Again, we're right. soaking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, – but I think that sharing part is if you yeah. can get people – and I, that's a good – I think that's kind of a really good perspective on that. Just to kind of think about when you make a post, like I, I want to make sure that someone else is willing to share this or wants to share this. Just tagging them in a group photo is not – is not gonna you're not happen. necessarily thinking about like well well i guess in some ways you are thinking about what would i like to see or what would i want to yeah. share but yeah also, i like that what, what would i want to share? share but that's that mindset is for someone who 
again is trying to go viral yeah. or trying to grow um i guess their their page or their channel presence it's that when you constantly think about what people will share then you'll just make videos or you'll cater towards that type of audience or that yeah. type of content uh and that's how i was like that's how i was trying to grow my channel or my page is that i was constantly thinking about like what would people share but then it takes away from like the, your own creative idea of what it is that you want to make and like you know, I think I said this in the beginning of the year is that I want to make just visually stunning content. Like it doesn't have to be shared. I just want people who see it and just be like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. I want, I like, like you, people could be sitting at dinner and they could just be like, hey, did you see Harold's new post? Like that's what I wanted. Like that's what I want to get out of my content, not necessarily to go viral. And, right. and, but if you are trying to grow your page, then um, and maybe you have to think about, how can your video go viral? So your page does get shared. How how would a, a CrossFit affiliate um, get ideas that would benefit them for their posts? So in other words, what would you what would you recommend that I um, pay attention to on Instagram or maybe TikTok or wherever else that would help me improve the quality of the content that I'm posting? What would you say to an affiliate owner? Says, "Well, you know, where do I get ideas for this?" I would say, uh, follow the accounts that you like, because those are the accounts that's going to give you that the ideas. A lot of my content ideas, they're not per se like I'm not ripping off someone's idea. Like I'm not right. biting it, but I am. Uh, you know, I see it, and I was like, oh, I want to make something like that. Element, the last video element, I made elements of it. Yeah. The last video I made was a cloning video and mm. I saw my friends all make cloning videos and I was like, I want to make a cloning video. It wasn't exactly the same as uh, how they did it, but I did, I did include like just the element of cloning myself in a video. Right. Right. So for an affiliate and you're thinking about like, Oh, uh, where can I get ideas from? Uh, follow the Apple CrossFit's Instagram page because my videos are there. <laughs> follow me because follow Harold H. <laughs> so yeah. e even if you look on my Instagram um, profile, all my videos are semi different, right? Uh, I go from yeah. vlogs to unboxings to transitions to yeah. You've got a lot of variety. Yeah, so you don't want to be a one trick pony. This comes from coaching too. You don't want to yeah. say the same cue over and over yep. again because it may not click to that person. So you want to. Uh, have a really good point. Yeah, you want to have it's a very good point. You want to have different variations in your coaching style. You want to have variations in your content style as well. I came in this morning with you because I coach every Monday or Tuesday morning. I coach the morning class. I see this, the same people in there, although yep. we've gotten quite a few new people at 5 a.m. But today I dramatically changed my warm up because last week was everybody talking some smack they weren't talking smack they were just calling out what was going to come next <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, they knew what to do. he got me he became predictable <laughs> i'm like okay and then they call it out ytaw is like, okay uh, all right i need to change my warm-ups <laughs> when when my audience my class i audience. generally stick to the same warm-up but i throw a little twist and just change the order up on them so at least it's somewhat yeah varied <laughs> Yeah. Now my warm-ups are always different. Yeah, they are always <laughs> different. Well, we you should. got the creativity. I mean, uh, definitely like the there. Classes. And was there, speaking of that, that was the first question Jamie was going to ask, and we kind of danced around it a little bit. Were you, were you always this creative as a kid? Were you, were you into art? What, you yeah. know, how did, how did you, where's, how did the, you, creativity yeah, where's the creativity from? come from? Um, In terms of like just being able to edit, I mean, I, try to go the YouTube route uh, in like 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, my channel is still alive and I still have like my unboxings and stuff. Uh, but during that time, I think I was listening to too many people who would say, who were saying it's like, why are you making these videos? You're only getting like a thousand views. Or you're only getting like- Oh, uh, so you're listening to the views. comments and- Yeah, so then I started like, you know, I was still in my twenties. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, why am I doing this? I was like, I'm barely getting any views and stuff. And at that time, editing was hard because yeah. I was using a real camera and my computer. And I was like, oh, it's time consuming for so little views and stuff. So I listened to what people were saying. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop this. Um, and then in 2020, a pandemic happened. And I'm a very social person. And I like to go out. I like to communicate with people. Um, so content creating on TikTok became my, my like, 
outreach or out like so your so your social outlet yeah, yeah. Social that's outlet. what i was looking for it became my outlet to like connect with people was to just create stuff interesting yeah but even back then my my old videos kind of sucked because i was like oh i can't edit like these videos or i can't edit like these people um but you know as a crossfitter and as an athlete you're never good at when you first start something you have to keep doing it in order to get better so i had nothing else to do i mean we were in lockdown so i just kept making videos and you know as the more you made videos the better they got uh or you refined your editing skill or even the technology the better you know better. the technology the yeah. better aware yeah, yeah. how like, many how many followers do you have on tiktok now i don't know like a hundred thousand something so Fifth, 115,000. 115,000 and growing. 3.7 million likes. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> and that's all, that's just all his organic work. Yeah. Uh, literally just grinding. And that's on. Awesome. Well, I mean, that was 2020. No one right. else was doing it. Yeah. Everyone was on TikTok. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, as, as the new form of like. How many, how many companies do you represent now? It ebbs, it ebbs and flows. It ebbs and flows. Because sometimes it's just, they're just hiring you to make one video or you want to stay with one company. Uh, one company I've been with the longest is C4 Energy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> plug, little product placement. <laughs> I see the containers now all over the gym. I think there's, oh, one, there's, right, one, there's right. one back up behind me back He's here. the one to thank for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And it's it's deserved. And those, those companies that uh, they use you... Uh, they're aligning with someone harold if you don't know Harold, one he's a good coach but he's also just a very kind person and a very good soul he knows everybody in the gym and everybody knows him and i think that shows through in the content that you produce on social media and and we're grateful for it and what other questions do you have well you took the one of the ones i know sir well i kind of (laughs) just No, did you did you have any kind of like art, artistic background growing up like just like where did the creativity come from like these ideas in general like they just come just through watching um, other uh, social media um I'm, I'm i'll say this i think everyone is creative yeah right i think Agreed. everyone has a creative mind mm-hmm. the thing is people don't want to post what's in their head they just don't know how to, they don't know what like because well, I, I grew up i grew up that's in, insecurity right i mean yeah. i mean i grew up um with ceramics Right. I was yeah. on a potter's wheel. I sculpted stuff. And, you know, I, I had this one sculpture. Um, I actually won an art competition, like a local art competition. Oh, I did a bust of because um, I grew up wrestling. Yeah. I did a bust of this dude, jack shoulders, fucked up ears, yeah. bald head. And I threw a plate and sculpted a cheeseburger, fries, and put a jack in a box cup in it and put it on top of a plate on top of his head, mm-hmm. put an old wrestling single on him and then put him on a scale and called it weigh-ins. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. But like that whole concept of just being creative is something that I think comes out in my programming. Cause like, okay. I'm always trying to think of yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't like reusing stuff unless it's like something that was really good. And if it was good, I want to yeah. try to figure out how can we make that better based off through, you know, feedback, yeah. you know, how, how it gets, how, how people like the workout or didn't like the workout is how I kind of tweak and adjust stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's coming from that background of an art aspect. That's why I was kind of asking, like, did you do anything else? Because there's a lot of creative thought that you go into some of these outlines and yeah. videos you got. They're all just random ideas that I have, right? But then, like, I, again, I, I believe everyone is creative. Yeah. It's just that they're just afraid to, like, go follow through with that idea or share that idea. Or figure out what medium that they need yeah, to use. And because everyone doesn't want to be called like oh that's stupid and that's what happened yeah. with me in my youtube days yeah. is that i just listened to people who said my stuff was stupid even my old tiktoks are stupid right um but sometimes a dumb idea can be a fun idea yeah and it just it depends on how people re- will react everything i did during the open for team black i was like man this is a dumb idea no one's gonna wear sunglasses indoors but all of a sudden, I all of a sudden I called it shady business, and everyone wanted to wear it. And I was like, "No one's gonna wear baseball jerseys." Uh, yeah, everybody went out and bought baseball jerseys. All of a sudden, yeah, pitch black. All, <laughs> all of a sudden, we called it pitch, pitch black. Oh, pitch black! Yeah, I called yeah. it pitch black, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna wear baseball jerseys." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> See, so these are all in my head are yeah. dumb ideas, but suddenly they become fun ideas. Yeah, it just depends on how people are like receiving. Got it. Uh, that's cool. I like that. Let's. Let's end with that the yeah. sleep video. 
Do you have that one? The sleep video? The, yeah. The, the yes. sleep one, because it's good. I think it gives you a, a real picture of Harold's creativity, but also what can be done in a in not too long a period of time. Before we put this on, how, how long did it take for you to kind of outline this one video? Like, because you said you, you write out a plan. Yeah. I'm trying to find it as I talk. <laughs> so third, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I, I think I, I made this script like earlier in that day because I probably had work and I was just thinking about like, oh, I need to make this video and I wanted to be an interaction with myself, mm-hmm. right? Um, then when I finally got home, now I'm thinking of like the scenes that I want to do or like what my first shot's going to be. It's like one is going to be someone already drinking, someone trying to make a nighttime tea, uh, that whole like interaction of scenes, right? right? Uh, and if you notice, I did okay. uh, like change my clothes so I had to film all of the scenes uh, wearing one outfit, then yeah. I had to film all the other scenes wearing a different outfit, and then uh, and then you just you know edit it together. But what happened? I, I am on his Instagram. I, I'm trying to find it. But <laughs> do you know where it is, Harold? <laughs> Can you give me a shortcut. I just had it up here too. Yeah. Uh, say it was just a couple of months ago. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, okay. So it's so you're you're creating so in 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 terms of creating commercials or doing commercial shoots because I've been part of these in the past. Is people will create the director will create or the creator will create storyboards, and those are the things that we use. We use the storyboards essentially to build the video content. So you're essentially creating the storyboards in your head. Yeah. Right? Are you? Do you write taking, it out? Like, I was gonna say, do you write it out? Do you whiteboard it? Uh, not this. I write out my my line. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah the lines right. uh, is. The but scene. the storyboard's essentially in your head. Like you've got that kind of mapped. Like this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's show this. Oh, and I might need sound. I think I got sound. I got it right here. Dude, what are you doing? I'm just making myself some tea. Uh, I've been having a hard time going to sleep, so hopefully this will help. Uh, okay. If you're listening, Harold is talking to himself in the kitchen. It's up. It's coming good. Man, drink you should try this. Not so good. Yeah, that's pretty good. So what's this called? So this is Portal. This is a sleep formula. It doesn't have any melatonin in it, so it's not going to be habit forming. It's also not going to make you feel drowsy or groggy in the morning. It is, however, going to enhance your sleep. It's going to make four hours of sleep feel like eight hours. So if you're looking for a good night's rest, this will be your best bet. You think it works? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one talking to yourself. I'm not even here. <laughs> and then he disappears from scene. Whoa. Okay. I need some sleep. I <laughs> uh, use code Harold for that product. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. What was, he's like got master. He's got two different for, for those of you that were, were listening and not watching on YouTube. Um, it is he's got two different outfits. It's the, the distinctly two different attitudes and looks and He's essentially having going back and forth and it cuts to each person talking the two different heralds. And then in the last scene, he disappears yeah. and just fades out of the, out of the scene. Yeah, and something you guys like, it's not being seen, but you can kind of see it in this frame. I had to put lights up in my own kitchen. Yeah. Oh, in order, in order for, to get for the right, my, yeah, for, right. Lighting and yeah, pictures. In order for my yeah. face, I mean, it's, it's. I don't want to. I don't want to delve into a whole new topic. <laughs> I don't want to go start going too deep again. But 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 this is this is an important one. Just real yeah. quick, uh, lighting and sound, real quick. Like when you're exactly. shoot, like when you're putting together the clips for the Back in Black video, um, or for the Baby Got Black video, are you are you thinking about lighting, or is that something that the iPhone's automatically doing for you, and then sound? Um, any, like, if you have any audio, like those guys, like you talking to yourself, are you using, are you micing yourself for that kind of stuff? I mic myself if I know I'm going to be far away from the phone. 
your iPhone can um, can pick up anything from like five feet away and, right. and, and pretty good audio. Uh, but lighting is to me the important part um, for any types of those videos, just because it has to be again visually stunning. Or mm-hmm. it has to be, you know, the moment something is pixelated or crappy, it makes me not want to watch it. And again, I always think about the end users. Like, will they want to keep watching the video? Right. So the lighting became important there, but because it was a quiet kitchen, um, you know, I could essentially talk. And and also when when you are making those videos like that, you have to talk as if someone is twenty feet away. Yeah. So you can't tell. I mean, you can probably tell in that video I'm talking louder than usual, but you're not talking in a very conversational pace. You're talking actually. You're enunciating everything that you're saying. Projecting more. Yeah, it's important. Though all of the lighting stuff, you, the lighting is so cheap and so easy to get now on Amazon, yeah. and yeah. all and LED and it's dimmable, and so you can double check it. You can change the color tones on the lights. We have a ring light in here actually that Harold bought for us because he got tired of us <laughs> not having proper lighting. <laughs> um, and and so this this that kind of stuff I think is important if you want to do higher quality productions. It's nice to have, when we do, when I, little details, we take, I take the pictures of our, of our, all of our coaches that we put on our, yeah. uh, on our webpage, you know, the posed pictures with a Diablo shirt, but I make sure that I have lighting and I've got a good background and I'm thinking about what's behind the individual when I shoot the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that stuff you can fix with probably InShot or, you know, as Harold does, but the less time you have to spend on InShot, the be- I think the better, right? Or in, less time yeah. you have to edit yeah the picture the better yeah all right cool well listen uh we've run our time this has been a long one yeah um this is a great great uh great content though i did that an hour and ten says hour and ten minutes soaked it up yeah like a sponge can i end with one thing yeah please so for we talked about it earlier i shoot and edit on an iphone and it kind of goes into the conversation of like how can i compete with everyone that has a big production if you look at your iphone or any type of flagship phone right like we paid maybe a thousand dollars or close to a thousand dollars for this phone. The reason for that is not because of the chip inside, but it's because of this camera. Yeah. This uh, three lens camera is why this phone is eight thousand dollars. So if you're a creator, if you're an affiliate, whatever, if you're using this front facing camera, that's gonna be crappy mm, yeah. content. That's a really not good use point. Use your front camera unless you're doing maybe just a talking point. Always use the back camera to create your content and shoot in four K. Uh, if your phone can, if, if, if you have enough memory, shoot in 4K because that'll make all your videos that more crispy and it makes it look like you're shooting on a professional camera. Yeah, there is a tendency. People put up the video and they put yeah. up the, the yeah. facing one so they can see themselves yeah. when the other side of the camera is the one that's got. <laughs> that's yeah. what you're paying for. Yeah. Good knowledge. thousand oh, dollars That's a for great a reason. That's so, a great yeah. point. That's a huge point. Yeah. Um, right on. Well, thanks for coming today and spending yeah, man. An, Thank you. an hour, over an hour with us. Yeah. Appreciate it. This is a ton of content for me, for Jamie, but then uh, for Any, anybody any else, of, out any affiliate owner that clicks yeah. on and listens to this, I think yeah. it's huge. All right. Appreciate cool. it. Awesome. Thank you guys. We out.